Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi and happy Friday, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tracy V. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. Uh, So this week was unearthed. Yes, indeed. It was a double, which is not normal for our our springtime. I mean, I, I actually don't. I don't think we've done a springtime one before this. When we started doing them four times a year, I think it fell such that we had uh, like an autumn one um, that was just a a one shot. Um, I looked back through the old ones and I I don't think we've had like a, a, a first quarter one before. I definitely didn't expect it to be two parts <laughs> when I got into it. Like I, I was a hundred percent not thinking that it was going to be anything other than a one parter. And even at two parts, there's still like, I still have a, um, this document called unearthed March, 2020, maybe, which is where, when I'm going through all of those things that I have pinned, I just put stuff that I'm like, I'm not quite sure how to work it in, or it sounds really similar to stuff that we've ever talked about before, or in some cases, like, I can't quite figure out what they're getting at with their research or how to frame it. So, like, I, I still wound up with just a full page of stuff, at least on the maybe list. Yeah. Um, Want to hear some... So here's what I do. I just open a Word document... I type in a couple of words so I'll remember what it's about, and then I paste in the URL. And then that way, if I find a reason to circle back to something, it's easier to find. So Yeah, that makes sense. Unearthed March 2020, maybe. Starchy plants, tomatoes, tree rings, question mark? More tree rings, copper stuff. My favorite entry in this maybe list, runestone, I can't figure out how to approach and that was about a Viking runestone that had been, uh, the runes on it had been reinterpreted to be a series of riddles that were related to climate change fears. And I just, I couldn't wrap my head around how they got to that conclusion. And that was how it wound up on the maybe list. <laughs> Something to just uh, maybe come back to if I found that I needed um, stuff. Uh, I also found a thing that was about a stolen Christopher Columbus letter being returned. And I was like, that's ironic. Somebody stole something from Christopher Columbus. <laughs> and it made it sound like it had, that the same letter had been stolen repeatedly, which I was like, that's even more ironic. Um, but really, it's just there's multiple copies of the letter and each of them have been stolen. Not each of them, but multiples of them have been stolen at different times. So, yeah, there was just a lot of stuff. Glass bowl in a weird place. That's an interesting note that I left for myself. I mean, I feel like that's my kitchen, right? Like, how'd this, <laughs> how'd this get here? I don't... That's based, That's definitely my kitchen during uh, the, the isolation that's currently happening. Because uh, my spouse is the person who unpacked the whole kitchen and found places for things um, when we moved into where we're living now. Um, I am not criticizing him in this at all. Um, but somehow, just as we have been in this house together for many weeks, he started putting stuff random places. And I'm like, "What? why is the bowl here? <laughs> I don't understand why the bowl lives here now. Anyway, our lives have become very strange in the last few weeks. <laughs> They have. I um. I have been more kind of absent-minded, particularly in the kitchen. Like the other day, I had 
put together while I was writing a little like small ramekin of like mixed nuts. And it's like a lovely little, you know, porcelain ramekin. And when I finished, I threw that right in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally heard it clunk and went, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. That's amazing. (laughs) That's not a garbage item. What's wrong with me? Uh, There's been lots of that kind of activity going on over here in the kitchen. So this glass bowl in a weird place seems perfectly reasonable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep this March 2020 maybe list I mean, I always keep the list because I never throw anything away and I keep multiple backups of everything at all times. Um, but, like, we do want to do this again in July. That's our normal pattern of doing stuff is to have some more in July. Um, we've also told people that we work with who work on various things related to the show that we'll probably be doing this again in July. Um, and so it would be good to do it. And so if it turns out that there really is just a dearth of findings to report, I may be circling back around to have like stuff that actually came out in the first half of the year, uh, which is fine. All the rules surrounding this show are things that I made up for unearthed episodes. Like it's <laughs> maybe if there's no actual good historical unearthed, we can do. And if we are then allowed at that point to roam free, we can do an unearthed in our homes of all no. the stuff we have put in weird places while we were all in isolation. <laughs> um, that reminds me of an episode that Roman Mars did of 99% invisible, like right after people started like being ordered to stay in their homes as much as possible. Um, And if you have not listened to 99% Invisible, it is a podcast about design and um, Roman Mars just like talked about the design history of various things around his house. Um, And it was really lovely. Um, And uh, I, you know, I found it a very comforting listen in, in those first days after being like, Oh, we got to stay inside for a while for an unknown amount of time. Yeah. I um I will tell you that in this grouping, some of my big favorites were um ancient pack rat middens. No, I love that one. I mean, I it made me laugh a little bit because both my husband and I are from families of pack rat people. So mm-hmm. I was like, who's been in our houses? Um <laughs> <laughs> who went to my grandmother's house? And I, of course, loved that there was a whole little lovely set of creepy things this time around. Yeah. It's like a little Halloween in the spring, just for me. That that banana finding wasn't that creepy, really. But something about the headline of, like, ancient teeth solving banana mystery, I was like, that's creepy. Freaks me out a little bit. (laughs) I... I also said this in the episode. I really don't remember ever doing any unearthed episodes that have felt as influenced by something happening right that minute. Like, yeah, we've frequently had stuff that was related, like would have a thing that was related to some big newsworthy effort, like a massive fire that destroyed a museum. Like there's always been stuff that's been relevant, but I just, I don't require there ever being multiple entries that were like, and this may be delayed because of the pandemic. Um, So that was kind of a new experience. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes back to what we talked about in our our episode where we talked about living through this period in history and it being different, knowing that it's historically significant and it being different than other events because it is this ongoing thing that does not have a, a finite end date to it. So it is impacting everything in a lot of ways and particularly things like an archaeological dig that's everything's up in the air at that point. Yeah. 
Unrelated to the unearthed episodes, have you been doing the thing where you'll see something happen and you'll be like, if there's podcasts in a hundred years, there's oh. going to be some podcaster saying, and then they reversed course on the direction regarding masks. Everything that's going on. I mean, I, I literally, um, this is not an ad, although they have advertised on the show before. Like I use uh, Talkspace for my therapy because I love having a therapist that I can text as things come up to me throughout the week. I don't have to like save it up for an appointment. And I'm constantly texting her and being like, I, I sort of wish I could time travel to a hundred years from now and see how this moment is written about, like when any various things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it, like with the mask direction, some of it is like, we're having to figure it out as we go. It's a new strain of coronavirus and we did not have quite the clear sense of how easily it can spread from people who aren't symptomatic. Yeah. So it's like some of it's new knowledge. Uh, that's like, we're witnessing it being uncovered, which can be really a frustrating process to watch. Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, you think you have a handle on things and then it all changes. And even I know you and I have discussed like what level of like cleaning we're doing to groceries and like Mm. those guidelines are changing almost daily, depending on who you talk to or who. Yeah. So it is a it's such a um, it feels like we're kind of like trying to run forward through a river that is running in the opposite direction because we never really have sure footing right. um, in terms of like, okay, this is our knowledge set and we can work from this because the next day it's often di- completely different. Yeah. Um, which I, I mean, that's just like us as average people living through it. I can't imagine the level of just like exhaustion and frustration this creates in the medical community who are on the front lines of this, trying to deal with it every single day. Like, yeah. To find out the protocols you were using were in fact not appropriate would be beyond frustrating and also right. scary. So again, hats off to them. It's not, yeah. even, it's not even an appropriate depth of wording. I really hope all of our medical professionals are being extra safe. That is, um, that's a field I could never be in personally. Mm-hmm. So I have immense respect for it. But especially in this moment. Right, right. Um, an- another thing that's becoming clear is like how how many things have um, elements that aren't immediately obvious. Like there's been a lot of discussion about airlines and airlines really struggling. And a lot of people who are really frustrated by the idea of bailing out airlines because they feel like that that the airlines have been nickel and diming their customers. And so like, maybe they don't deserve it. Like that's been a thread of conversation that I have seen a lot. Um, I also know people who live in Alaska and parts of Alaska at this time of year are served only by air. You cannot get there without a plane. And when the airline goes out of business, people are just stuck. They can't get out. Medical help can't get in. Supplies can't get in. Um, it's like, it's just a huge, huge deal. Uh, anyway, that, that has all digressed from our unearthed episodes this week. Well, one day people will unearth all of the records, um, findings, discussions about all of this. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things we've never really clearly articulated on the show that like, we have a, a window of time that we generally talk about on the show. Uh, that ends roughly in the 60s or 70s. And some of that is because we get a very different response to things when we 
talk about subjects that people lived through and have personal memories of than we do when that's not as likely to be the case. Uh, but there's also the idea of like historical remove. You have to be a, a, a amount of time away from something before you can really look back on it and get a more thorough sense of the whole scope of what was happening. And so while we're in the middle of this pandemic, we can look around us and see all the chaos and everything, but it's going to be sometime after the pandemic is over that historians can really look back and get the whole picture of it. Yeah, it's there's one, like, you have to get the the level of experiential bias out of the picture mm-hmm. for objectivity, which is very difficult to do. Yeah, it's... It's uh, like I said, it's I wish I could time travel a little bit so that I could see how this is all perceived in a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so thanks everyone for joining us for this casual Friday. I hope to the extent possible that everyone's taking care of themselves and the people around them. And uh, thanks again to list for listening to our show. I might have just said that. As we said, it's a hard it's hard to concentrate right now. <laughs> Um, you can write to us if you would like. We're at HistoryPodcast at iHeartRadio.com. You can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, wherever else you get your podcasts. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 